All right, guys, welcome back to Podcast Suicida, episode 10. We are into the double digits. In double digits. Ty Dillinger style. Yeah. You'd think we'd, uh, let me go my batteries. (laughs) We'd think, uh, we'd have some sort of special occasion for the 10th episode, but, uh, no. Kinda. I mean, today, Dave recording is Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving to anybody that listens. Obviously, hope you guys have a wonderful day. Um, but today, just got uh, just got the two-headed monster of Mr. Bell Time Seb and uh, and myself. So got some topics to go over. Uh, obviously, the last episode was more of more discussion because there wasn't as much newsworthy stuff. But today, we're we got a good list today. Yeah. Today we're tag teaming, um, and we had to simply because there's just a lot of news circling around. You would think Thanksgiving, it would be slow, the holidays, but that didn't stop wrestling. Yes, sir. So we wanted to just get this out as quick as possible for you guys, and then, uh, you know, go about it from there. We have the link in the chat. We we may get some guest appearances like last time, but it's all good. So let's start. Let's start at the top. All right. So start. Obviously, two days. We're we're in the middle of a big point in wrestling. Two of the probably the biggest shows of the year. You got Survivor Series coming up in a couple of days, which yep. depending on how this goes, this could be out after Survivor Series. It could be up before Survivor Series. Right. I still I still want to go. We can <laughs> st- there are still tickets. Because I found happening. tickets that were like 120 and like they're in the balcony but like, it's not worth it dude. i don't it's know worth just it, to man. be there i heard the undertaker's gonna be backstage he's just gonna watch he's not gonna come out ah, i'd Even pay 25 does, i'd pay i'd pay money to see the undertaker and just to do one choke person. slam yeah see that what if he does the full entrance come on bro that entrance is like 20 minutes exactly it's worth the price of admission alone <laughs> nah I'm good. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, so we got. We'll start with a a little brief review of Full Gear. Obviously, um, big show. Some yep. big changes. We got a new champ. A couple new champs. Yeah, a few men's and women's yeah. new champions. Um, the build of the show was a little mid. Not much hype going into it, but it definitely yeah. definitely surpassed expectations, in my opinion. I enjoyed the show. As much as I have only seen a little bit of it so far, but from what I've seen in front of from what I've heard, what did thumbs you up. See? So I saw a bunch of clips as the show was going on because I was working during the show. Uh huh. Um, the only thing I saw live was the main event, which I approved of as okay. I was watching it because I did say in the chat that if he <laughs> lost, I was not going to watch anymore. <laughs> and then I saw the women's match. Okay, which, so you saw the two big title matches. Yeah. Okay. Again, part of the reason why I watched that is because I'm a big fan of Jamie Hader, so I wanted to see her win, and I watched through the match, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I saw the entrances, the returns of the Elite with their with their new music, <laughs> which is sick, which apparently is staying. And then I, I had the men's tag match, the men's tag championship match on sort of in the background while I was playing some video games. <laughs> but um, that I also enjoyed when I saw that For the most part, though, the the the, uh, the discussion will mostly be you because you've seen the show beginning to end okay. for the most part, right? Yeah. I, so. Yeah. Me and um, who is not here, the head of the, the table, 
Yet. Uh, we watched the whole pay-per-view. <laughs> Yet. That's crazy. You um, never know. After last week. True. You're right. Yeah, we saw the whole pay-per-view. And honestly, like, usually I'll see, like, maybe Gabe start to fall asleep a little bit. Or even myself, I'll, like, start to nod off, but then I catch myself. Um, But that whole show, I was just zoned in. Like, it was actually a really good show. And I wasn't surprised because AEW has a good track record when it comes to their pay-per-views, regardless of build or not. There's yeah. only been like a couple in their entire history where like the pay-per-view wasn't good. But uh let's let's get on with it. So I guess I'll start with I'll just go in order, I guess. Um at, at this top of the show, we had Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy. Very, very good match. It was a career match. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah. look at yeah, that back again. to back episodes. Yeah. He comes back in with the surprise attack episodes. again. Yo, I was just yo, my bad, yo. I was um, I was at the gym, yo. So I had like my shit with my shit was up. Y'all can hear me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cause I'm driving right now. My bad, bro. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Nah, yo, to be honest, I didn't think I was gonna record this time. I'm being dead serious. Last time I was like, alright, oh, gotcha. <laughs> this time I was just, I just want to stop in, man, show some love on Thanksgiving to my fucking boys, dog. Of course. Happy Thanksgiving. Course. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yo. Thank now you. I'm glad y'all, yo. I'm glad y'all doing this. We got keep this shit going, man. Of course. For real, man. Absolutely. Well, what topic were you on? I'm, I'm, let me get on a quick topic real quick. So, so uh, right, right now we're just going down full gears card. My fault, bro. I'm not going to lie. Fucking full gear. I've been reading a lot. I heard it was actually... The build-up sucked. We talked about that. The build-up build was, yeah. was terrible. That's what I yeah, said. Yeah, but yo, I ain't going to lie. Um, I saw highlights of um, fucking... What's her name? Oh, oh my goodness. I want to say Paige, but her name's not Soraya. Soraya. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, I saw highlights that. of that. That was decent. Um, of course, my man MJF, you know what I'm saying, versus my man John Moxley. You know what I'm saying? John Moxley's still my man, but it's MJF's time, man. He's holding it down. He's the reason why everybody's watching. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And like I told y'all the other day, last night, man, I don't know, man. This women's division is kind of garbage, but after seeing the highlights, I think it, I think they have to push Jay to the, like, the, main, the main frame because her going back and forth with the um, shorty that was the first ever fucking um, champion, that, 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 that probably garbage. Yeah, yeah, that, that wasn't garbage, that wasn't man. good. That 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 literally screams Bruce Pritchard writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hot that potato was, with the title. Fuck that. I'm not gonna lie. That's what kind of pissed me off, and maybe say because I was watching the rampage, and I'm like, what's going on here? Man? Yeah, I did watch rampage. Bro. I did watch rampage. But yo, I was like, come on, man. Why are they doing Jade like this, man? Why are they doing Jade like this, bro? She's she, they got to put her in the top, man. Put her in the top five and have her, even if she doesn't win it right away, just have a feud with them, man. It's about time. Well, uh, I mean, it seems they've started some, not even started, it's definitely been going on some long-term booking with Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. Yeah. Britt Baker's still kind of digging in there, taking the spotlight a little bit, even though she's a champ. Hey, but you got I saw that from Dynamite. I did see that. But no lie, though. No lie, though. Britt Baker, yo, the Pat before the whole Hager winning it, yo, she was off TV for a while, like, on a low. Yeah, like she was yeah, like, look, I mean, she needs to because you don't want that shit to flame out too much on her character. Yeah, it was definitely so starting I, I to like flame out a little bit, and they're probably like giving her I some like time off to spend with. I mean, they're are they married? Are they? Just uh, no, they're uh, they're dating. just dating. Yeah. But Adam Cole, I did want to talk about that last episode, yeah. but I completely forgot. It, it's looking scary for him. He might not, he might not wrestle again. Yeah, that's oh, terrible. don't say that. His well, concussion yeah. was really bad. 
It was really I don't, bad. I'm not going to, at this point, just because Keep of the people, the people who yeah. have come back over the last few years, I just can't believe that anybody's ever done wrestling right. at this point unless somebody, like, really, like, literally is, like, paralyzed or something. Right. Yeah. But, Even when they're paralyzed, yeah. I feel like they're going to come back. They're going to make this, like, yeah, right. <laughs> Even if it's paralyzed, his legs are just going to work out of nowhere. Brand new man into a handicap match. <laughs> Bro. That's terrible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was in the last. But, but all right, but all right. Yeah, let, y'all can let's, hear me? Let's uh, yep. Yes, sir. Let, let's ride through the card here. It's a, y'all hear y'all me? Say, yep. Yeah. We can hear you. You hear us? Oh, he's oh, definitely going to the gulag. Oh, <laughs> um, Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Like I was saying before, a uh, career-making match for for Jungle Boy. Completely, he had a huge spot at. at that yes. I think everybody's gonna yeah, remember from that. this match, him jumping off the cage. Dude, he looked like he wasn't even gonna make that jump when when he jumped off. Like the angle was a little was short. He was he was a little short, dude. Yeah, it, it was it was kind of scary. Hit, he hit so hard on the <laughs> mat. Like his hip had to have been in so much pain at the end yeah. of that match. I mean, Ugh. after at, at the media scrum, he looked like he was. He was a okay. Dude was eating. He was following a page out of CM Punk's book, eating fucking pancakes during the media scrum. Oh my god! <laughs> With like dry blood on his on his face or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I'm surprised even the table broke. Right. It, it was just his elbow that hit Luchasaurus, and it still broke. But yeah, yeah definitely a career making match for <laughs> for Jungle Boy. He got the win over Luchasaurus. I thought the match was was very good if i have to rate it i'd probably give it like a uh like 3.5 out of 5 to be Mm -hmm. fair next match we had after that i believe was death triangle versus the elite um this match you saw right uh i saw i saw parts of it i saw some highlights of it yeah i saw the entrance and then i saw probably the first couple minutes of it and then highlights after that I mean, this one was just the elite versus death triangle. You know what you're going to get out yeah. of that. Um, how do you feel about them doing the best of seven series after this? Love it. Love it. Yeah, yeah I'm back. Y'all, didn't, y'all mean, didn't think I was coming back, did y'all? <laughs> it was just all black. I didn't know. You were in the gulag, bro. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm still, no, I don't know. For some reason, you ain't going to be able to see me. I don't know what the fuck happened. That's fine. But no, no, go ahead, good. Dave. Go ahead. Um, I mean... <laughs> As a fan of like watching wrestling, you're you can you can't really get mad at watching them wrestle what is probably going to be seven times. Yeah. I um, mean actually do you really want to watch anything for seven times. No. I've watched Seamus, I've watched Seamus versus Cesaro for seven times, and that shit was awesome. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Well, when you get yo, when you get good chemistry people that love to wrestle, you know they can feed off each other and do their thing, dog. It, it, you could watch that forever. That's true. I'm serious. I guess it's, it it's just certain people. Certain people. You can. You don't, you don't want to watch the Miz versus freaking Kevin Owens seven times. No, I watched it once and call it a day. But if you give me like a Cesaro versus Sheamus, Sheamus versus, versus yeah, Death Triangle. Yo, oh my goodness! What? That's six different type of matches you could watch. That's a yeah. good. Point. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I will. I, yo, I can watch them all day because 
You got motherfuckers that can flip off the ropes, use the ropes. You got motherfuckers that can do weird like counter holds and the way they they, they the way they feed off each other is awesome. Because remember that cage match they had? The cage match was oh, awesome. Oh yeah. And it was just, mm. like, come on, man. Come on, man. That you, know, you could watch that seven game, you could watch that seven series, and then boom, that's how you make stars though. Like with the death triangle, that's how you make stars. And we all know Neville's gonna turn on Neville. Oh my god, I said his name wrong. You know who I meant? He's <laughs> Pack. Pac, um, Pac, yo, Pac, he's gonna turn on him. And he's leading up to that where he told him that to I play think dirty Ray, with the hammer. Ray Phoenix is probably going to be face, but I don't know. Yep, if he's Pentagon, gonna be the star. He's the I star. Know, I don't know if Pentagon will turn face. I think they might both turn on Ray. Even last night, I don't know if you guys well, I know Dave didn't watch Dynamite. I, I didn't watch it. Did. I didn't watch it yet. Last night, it's not really a spoiler per se, but um Ray also brought up the hammer again mid-match. Like he was very upset about the hammer coming out so they they're still yeah. with this idea that like ray doesn't want to cheat to win but penta's okay with it and pack's okay with it so there's a little something brewing there but the thing with this seven I, i'm okay with seven series i think it's 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 good for uh competition sake like it's good for television at the same time though the way tony booked this is so fucking Random. goofy no, not not even ra- well. Yes, random, but not even random. At the seventh match, he tell me goofy. why. <laughs> tell me why the seventh match is scheduled in California, the hometown oh, of who? Of the Bucks. Yeah. Oh, come on. We like, know you might as well it. just no, tell no, no. us. You might as well just tell us that they're gonna win. But hold on, hold on, Seb, Seb. But don't forget, yo, California loved the Lucha Bros. They love the Lucha Bros. I get like, it. They, and he, he might swerve us, but, like, it just looks really predictable. Us. It looks super predictable already. <laughs> like, now, if it was in their hometown, that would be super predictable. But I hope they swerve us, bro. It now, is I ain't talking about hometown. the tag team swerving the glory. But, oh, it's all, it's over. We know who won this. The seventh match is in their hometown. So it's just like, but the series... By the time of this recording, they're already in two matches. They've had their second match last night on Dynamite. Um, I'm not going to say who won what in in respect to both of y'all, but thank you, thank you, um, thank you. But yeah, Death Triangle versus Elite was solid match at full gear. I didn't think it was better than their past matches, but it did its job. All parties looked great here, and I, I did like the ending because you no one really kicks out of Kenny's finisher, the one-winged angel. And I Ray, love that move. And, and Ray had no choice within this match. He said, I didn't want to cheat, but I have to. If I really want to win this, I'm going to use that that hammer. And that's exactly what he did, pin Kenny. And what was done was done. This match probably, again, 3.5 out of 5 for me. Um, they could have did a little better, um, but it was it was pretty standard. You're not going to get a bad match from these two teams. Um, Definitely not. The next match after. Hold on, this, before you move on. Yep, yep. You know how you said you know how you um just said that match didn't live. I don't think none of their matches really like that unless it's like a three stages of hell type is going to live up to that cage match. To me, that tag team cage match is going down as like one of the greatest cage matches as a tag team I have oh, ever watched. Oh, for sure. Like, but don't yes. forget they also had a tag match together. In 2019, it was early AEW. It was Lucha Bros mm. versus, versus the Bucks, and that was like a four star match, if anything. Yeah, that was before the Bucks went. Um, actually trying for the title. That's when and yeah. Kenny Omega and um they did it was like no, it was a ladder match. Belt. Yeah, I remember now. I remember. That this year, yeah, yeah. But go ahead, continue. 
Uh, next match after that was um, let's see, I'm trying to look here. I believe it was Wardlow versus Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, mm. I saw the outcome to that. I saw the I saw the outcome. Let's talk, boys. So at, at this match, we had that at the end, Samoa Joe got a surprise win in this triple threat, pinning Powerhouse Hobbs. And now Samojo is a double champion, the ROH TV uh, champion, and the TN, the AWTNT champion. How did we feel about this? Okay, match? so I don't like this match. I think they should have just kept it on Warlow or gave it to fucking Powerhouse because I swore I read that one of y'all sent that uh, mm-hmm. they was trying to keep TNA, I mean, um, ROH and freaking AEW separate by now having Samoa Joe, who's a ROH champion, being now a double champion on both shows. That's Don't like it. Point. You should just dropped it to Powerhouse Hobbs, who's getting his name up after that whole freaking rivalry he had with Starks. And, you know, he fell off a of TV for a couple of, but he was going for war. I wanted to see him versus Warlow. Two powerful dudes just going at it because him, Warlow, I mean, not Warlow, um, Brian Cage versus Hobbs, great match. Brian Cage versus um, Warlow, good match. Now I want to see Warlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs. I want to see two big, like, paws. Two girthy dudes go at Yeah. You want to see big, meaty men slapping meat. And he's back with the oh, vengeance. Such good shit. <laughs> such good shit. But I'm serious, though. I'm serious. I, did, I didn't like that. I think I think they should have just kept it Powerhouse Hall versus Warlow. That would have been... That would have sold itself. Like, these dudes can wrestle. I, I get why Tony booked it as a triple threat. Because um, it was originally supposed to be Powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow. But... At the same time, if you do Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow hasn't had um, a great championship run, which is Tony's fault. And then Powerhouse Hobbs, he's still on the up and up. So it's like, who do you book to lose in that situation? And if you mm-hmm. add the factor of Samoa Joe, you could have Samoa Joe lose, but then Samoa Joe also can make a case out of all three of these guys. He also needs wins. And even though he was ROH TV champion, he was barely seen on TV. And then also, exactly. you, have to, you have to factor on top of that, the TNT championship is already not in a good standing, and you need to add some prestige, some legitimacy to it. Wardlow, he did what he could, but he wasn't going to elevate that title even more. And Powerhouse Hobbs, also same situation. Uh, like, he wasn't doing bad, but he wouldn't elevate the title, so... You put the yeah. the belt on a more established guy at that point. You put on Samoa Joe, so it just makes. But let me ask you this sense. though. Let me ask you this. I right, powerhouse of winning it wasn't gonna elevate. We don't know that though. What if you do put it on him? Because the dude's not that bad on the mic. He still feels. It still feels like he's still green in the ring. Like yeah. his character wise, not the way he moves. We know what he is. He's a powerful dude. He slams you. He slams you. This and that, just like Warlow. So if you have two dudes that kind of like like the same, I. I we don't know, man. I, I feel like they kind of dropped the ball on that. Just give it a chance. You can give it continue. A you can continue a Samoa Joe. I mean, sorry, a Wardlow and a Powerhouse Hobbs feud without the title, though. It's it, yeah, at the end of can. the day. At the end of the day, it's about the title, and it needs to be booked better. It needs to be stronger. And Samoa Joe's just the exactly. better, the better of the three. Um, but I do agree but, with you. Me, you, you, didn't, you didn't, so you're telling me like Warlow didn't give it like a little pizzazz to it? He did. He, he was fucking everybody. He, he definitely did better than Sammy. That's for sure. And and he definitely did yeah, better than, yeah. than Scorpio Sky. Even though Scorpio Sky, he had like two seconds with the title. They definitely should have did better with him. Um, yeah, yeah. 
But he did better than um your boy Garvey's Darby Allen. No, Darby Allen's <laughs> one of the better reigns of the TNT Championship. But I because it was early. Uh, it was early on that belt. That's why it was early. No, no, no. It was early on that belt. So I'll give you that. I was I was gonna argue. I was gonna. I was gonna argue. I was I'm kidding. not gonna argue it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I actually agree with you though in terms of um wanting to separate ROH and AEW as a brand, but you put the the belts on Samoa Joe. You put you, now Samoa Joe has an AEW title and an ROH title around his waist. It kind of doesn't really yeah. separate the brands, but at the same time, Tony did say these comments after Full Gear. It was at the Full Gear uh, media scrum where he said that his long-term goal is to separate ROH and AEW, and he's only showing ROH on AEW television to get people familiarized with that brand. With so, the characters. So right. probably when it's time to, like, give ROH their own program or whatnot, I don't think Samojo's going to have both of those titles. Um, but nonetheless, mm. out of the three, Samojo is the smartest option to go with for the title. Okay. I still say nah. Just let it, just uh, just kept him on Warlow. Let Warlow pin um Hobbs instead of if you're worried about some old Joe getting wins and losses, just pin powerhouse Hobbs. He's still young. You could, he right. still get rack you up some losses that too. Definitely could have did that. But nonetheless, yeah. I thought the match was decent. It wasn't the greatest, and the only thing I really remember from it besides the ending was Wardlow doing like this crazy like flip off the turnbuckle. Yeah. Went, uh, Samoa Joe and it was like a whisper in the wind. Yeah, and he did it. He did it so clean too. Yeah, it was crazy. That he dude's athletic for a football for for a fucking lineman football player who changed his body. Yo, that Ward, dude's yeah. Wardlow's a, a freak athlete, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, What's Samoa Joe match? comes out the victor. Um, in that match, next match after that, I believe was uh the four way ROH World Championship, which was a fantastic match. Mm. Fantastic, fantastic match. Uh, it was Chris Jericho versus Sammy Guevara versus Claudio Castagnoli and Brian Danielson. The booking for this match heading in was not good. Trash. It was it was random. Uh now now that's not to say Chris Jericho's ROH title run is bad because that was good, but getting to this match made no sense. It was, it was terrible. It was, it was I told y'all, we all agree this the build up for this. I don't know how this this card was really good like that like it came out to be. But go ahead, go ahead. Cuz of the wrestlers uh, involved. Yeah. It was just yeah. the build that was bad. It wasn't It was really just like, the build. The name like the names on the cards are still the same. It's still the same people having the matches. Yeah. That's true. So, we had a lot of great spots in this match can't really remember off the top of my head right now but i remember being sucked into this match uh, it was a really really good fatal four-way like really good I, I think it's in contention um to be one of the best matches in AEW so far for this year and i mean chris Jer that chris jericho is just having a rejuvenation period of his career at this point yeah like he's doing that roh title justice i love everything he's doing with it that even though we should get less and less ROH on our television, Jericho is doing his job as their champion. Um, even last night, hopefully when you guys do finish Dynamite, the main event with him versus Ishii was outstanding. That was also in contention for one of the best matches this year, especially for a TV match. It was fantastic. Um, okay, okay. But uh, this match had a lot of false finishes. 
we thought at one point Brian was going to get the title. Then we really thought but at one point Sammy was <clears> – we thought Sammy was going to get the title at, at one <laughs> point. Uh, he, he, he started going back and forth with Chris Jericho mid-match. And then Jericho at the end just finds his way, and he got that win over all three of them. He has he has his you way. You know what I like though stuff. about that's true that's true. You know what I like though about Chris Jericho as the, the champ. He's really facing um ROH past though. He's not facing AEW. He's facing RO no, except for Sammy Guevara in this match. But yo, he's facing a lot of ROH past like champions yeah, or right. just past people. So it's not like what they're doing is cool because they got their own announcer with it. They got their own ring announcer with it. So yeah, it's cool. I, I don't know. I do like Jericho as a champ because it's not we're not watching him versus like. Allen or freaking um anybody like best friends or nothing like that. He's he's playing yeah. facing people and getting us in tuned with like what's his name Rush or Ro- Roos, Roosh, yep. Rush whatever Roosh. He did it. He fought, he's fighting everybody, bro. Like so. And what's his face um with the boys with the Peacock guy? Oh, oh shit. The Dalton, Dalton Castle. Castle. Dalton Castle. Yeah. He fought Dalton Castle. So he's bringing everybody's like attention to these characters that was either former champion or runner up to the right. championship. So it's, that's, it's that's pretty brilliant. good. Though. It's brilliant. I, I'd even think about that too. Like I do like the story purposes of him being like, I'm the greatest ROH champion and I'm going to prove it by beating all the other champions or past champions. Yeah. But it does also yeah. add exposure to everybody that was champion ROH now to national television. So it's like, it's, it's ingenious in that way. Um, yeah, I like it. It's a great run. Um, honestly, yeah. if, if it's up to me, I'm Tony. I want to get ROH that TV deal. I'm keeping Jericho as champion, like way past that. Like I get ROH. Hold on, that hold TV on, hold deal. on. My fault, guys. You good? Yeah, my fault, my phone. Cause my my shit's fucking up right now. I just I'm about to get it off. I just want to say one thing. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, and Gabe, who's not here right now. I want to say I'm glad MJF is champion. It's about time, and yo. Kill this podcast for the rest of it, man. I'm glad y'all sent me the link, though. Y'all knew I was going to show up. I knew I was going to show up <laughs> for a second. We respect you, <laughs> But, yo, hit me in the group text after this and let me know how's it going. And, yo, keep this shit going. I like that y'all did this. Of course. Absolutely. One, all right, guys. One love. Happy Thanksgiving. Everyone, Thank man. But, yeah. Finally, uh, fucking hate that guy. <laughs> I know, right? Just ruins the fucking podcast. But, um, no, no, no. We love you, Gene. But Chris Jericho, yeah, having a fantastic, fantastic run. Yeah. Um, he comes out the victor in this fatal four-way, and we move on to the worst match on this card Hopefully. by far. Uh, and I don't even know why this was booked to begin with. It already sounded like it would be trash on paper. Uh, but if, for the TBS championship, uh, Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. I don't know how you feel, Dave, but... I was always that whole not, shit was so dumb, so stupid, so, so stupid. stupid. Yeah. I, I was already not high on Nyla Rose, like since the beginning. I just she doesn't do it for me. Every time she has a match, is bland. She doesn't have that much in her move set. It's just nothing really. And then Jade Cargill is still green. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. Like she is getting like more used to her presentation and stuff, but in the ring, she still doesn't have it. She still needs work. So you want to put both of these two together in a match for a championship. I don't know if that's championship caliber. And it wasn't because this this match completely went cold. The crowd wasn't into it. They both came out to crickets and 
Jade Cargill was coming at certain people on Twitter. Uh, one of them being someone who I, I listened to, uh, JD from New York. Um, oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> simply because people were coming on Twitter in response to this match being booked, saying that, like, Tony could do better. This is, like, not a good option. And Jade wanted to defend her workplace, which is fine, but she just went and eviscerated people online because they have a different opinion. Yeah. It sucked, Jade. It sucked. It was rough. (laughs) It it was not good. Honestly, like, I'm not even going to try to be nice. Like, it just wasn't entertaining. This is a zero star for me. (laughs) Like, Damn, zero? That's the lowest we've ever had. And it's going to stay that way. I can't even give it one because, like, I wasn't even, like, invested on top yeah. of that with the terrible storyline of Nyla stealing her belt. Like, yeah, no, get that out of here. Um, move on to the next match. Uh, I believe the next match after this was the acclaimed versus Swerve and our glory for the AEW tag team championships. You said you had this one in the background. Did you like kind of watch enough of it or? Uh, yeah, I saw a, a large portion of it. I know what happened. I know oh, okay. kind of how the match unfolded. Honestly, uh, this match wasn't better than their last two. Yeah. But it moved the story along. Yeah, for so, sure. So, so I appreciate it. Makes Don't a really... bigger baby face out of the baby faces. Right. And you have a nice tag team split because nobody wants to hate Keith Lee. No, yeah, no one wants to hate Keith Lee, but, you know, he's walking around with dickhead isaiah swerve so so they kind of have to hate him by default but no decent match pretty solid um is it something that i'd go back and watch probably not but it was decent and and we got the story moving along with the acclaimed and uh swerve finally went full heel on his partner keith lee and they're gonna start feuding so yeah it, it did its job uh next match after that we had Britt Baker versus Soraya, formerly known as Paige in WWE. This match was okay. Yeah, you know, it wasn't anything amazing. I think Paige almost did it. <laughs> I think Soraya did fantastic in her uh, outing. Uh, looks like she didn't really have, like, it really looks like she didn't lose a step. Like, there was no ring rust there. But it was their first time having a match together. So, you know, there's just creases to be ironed out and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're never going to go all out in her first match. Yeah, right. It's not like it was in, like, a high point of the show. It wasn't, like, the opener. It wasn't the main or anything like that. It's just kind of in the middle. And it's her first match in forever. Right. So to have a match that you leave, you walk away, and you're like, that was a good match is pretty much all you can really ask for. That's right. almost the ideal scenario. Essentially. So, yeah. And then... uh Britt did the deed. She she did the job, brother. She did the job for my brother. She did the job for Soraya. Soraya got the dub. Moving on. Now, let's see. I believe after that, let me see. It was the AW Women's Championship. Because I remember Jeff Jarrett like being second to the main event. Um, so the AW Women's Championship. Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader. At that moment in time, it was put as the interim women's championship because Thunder Rosa was out on injury. Um, mm-hmm. But as of last night, they just made an announcement that 
Thunder Rosa has dropped the championship and Tony Storm's reign and Jamie Hayter's now new reign based off of Saturday's events. They will both be counted in the history books as the undisputed AW women's champions. So good. Uh, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> thank you. I don't know why God. it took so long. The interim shit was dead to begin with. I don't know why T even did that. Yeah. But it just, it's just stupid. Yeah. It's just like all it does is just take away credibility, even though like everybody that hears the word interim is all thinking the same thing where it's like they're the champ. Like it's just stupid. Yeah. But still. And the interim shit just creates more problems. Like that's how we got the CM Punk bullshit that happened with Moxley. And that's how we got this situation. So I'm glad he got rid of that shit for real. All right. All right. Welcome back. Even though to you guys it was immediate, but for us it was a few minutes as Gabe's not here. So we have a limit on our Zoom recording because we're not special like he is. (laughs) But anyways, we got two more matches to go over. Uh, One match I have no input on. The other match is the only match I've seen entirely in full with my full attention. So, (laughs) Uh, All right. So it it was the match uh, right before the main event. We had uh, a returning classic, a legend, Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) with with jay lethal versus sting and darby allen honestly in in hindsight in hindsight jeff jarrett needed to be in this match he he can still go surprisingly for his age and he looks great and you know you need someone older to kind of dance with sting a little bit and add some goofiness in the match with his whole guitar shenanigans and then, you know, Lethal and Darby, they, they're they on a caliber of their own. Um, pretty solid match, actually, for, for what it turned out to be. The build was also kind of, uh, what the fuck is going on? We're taking a blast of the past to TNA at this point. But uh, nonetheless, match was actually pretty good. The only issue is, if you've seen a tag match with Darby and Sting, you've seen them all. It, this is the same shit. There was, yeah. There, were, yeah. there was no I'm a tag you by the ropes like traditional tag team. No, it's just like let's run around and just fuck each other up for 25 minutes. That's exactly what happened here. There's there's a guitar spot where um, Darby Allen was going for a coffin drop, and Jeff Jarrett hits him with a guitar in the back in midair. I thought that was pretty cool. There's also a spot where <laughs> Darby Allen launches himself off a ladder and. Good old Satnam Singh, our new great colleague, catches him in midair, which is actually pretty crazy to look at. Caught him like he was a baby. Um, and then tosses him on the ring, which was hilarious. I know this shit was funny to most people because even Taz was laughing at the commentary desk and he was trying not to, but he couldn't help himself because the way Darby was just tossed like straight on his face was just pure comedy. But I yeah, don't know what's nuts. going on. I don't know what's going on. It looked fake. It looked fake, but like the impact was great. The impact was crazy. Like (laughs) he flipped in midair, like like it was a car crash, something, and then just landed on his face. Yeah. My dad is going insane. I apologize if you can hear that. You know why? Because we're talking about Satnam Singh, and the dog's like, shut the fuck up. True. He's pissed. (laughs) I don't know why the Satnam Singh shit is still a thing. I think we should kill this experiment while while we're already this deep in. But 
I don't know. Who knows how much money Tony spent on this dude at this point? Hopefully not a lot, but he probably I mean, spent a lot. I mean, he's a tall guy from India. Yeah. Probably going to be a prospect. He probably threw him some cash. A- at least at least one mil. Mm, no, I don't think it's that high. That's ridiculous. That's like top guy one? money. Uh, top I mean, guy, over not. a span of time, maybe. Like in totality of the contract, maybe a mil, but per year. Top guy money is like over three. Really? Yeah. From like three to I say three to like seven, three to eight. But if you're making eight, you got to be like big, big, big. Yeah, you got to be like, I mean, Brock Lesnar, I'm pretty sure he makes like seven, if I'm not mistaken. And Cena makes like around like six and a half, if not seven also. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So one mil, I feel like, you know, that's just like that sweet spot. Like if he thinks this guy's going to be a star. It was like invest in him real quick. Oh my fucking! The legendary Sotnam Singh. He's already a legend, honestly, for oh, being God. incredibly fucking useless <laughs> and just uh, such a waste of space. And not only a waste of space, a waste of a lot of space because he is a massive <laughs> human being. He's gonna be a legend like Kali. Just wait for it. <laughs> Kali wouldn't be as legendary if. His knees work properly. <laughs> In India, they revere him like they do Hulk Hogan over yeah, here. He's like a god. He like is like the god of wrestling in India. He like teaches all these guys. He has a wrestling school and shit. I think it doesn't make sense, but at the same time, when you think about it, it's like who else is from India? It's like really a star. Yeah, nobody. I guess gender, but eh. he he's not as. <laughs> This might sound this act this might be incredibly racist, but I'm gonna say it anyways. He's not like as Indian as the great Kali is. <laughs> yeah. like the great Kali is like like he didn't speak English. Straight from like India. From India. Gender is just Indian. He's from Canada. Exactly. Yeah. He's walking around like A. He probably played hockey growing up. That's crazy to say. Like he probably knows how to ice skate. Like they're not the same people. Anyways, I'll stop being racist. <laughs> we can move on. Yeah, I'm done being racist. Uh, so now we can go on to the main event. I mean, you're right, though. Yeah. But it's, yeah, that makes sense what I'm saying. All right. And the main event of Full Gear. Yes. The coronation, finally. Finally. Oh, my God. Everything about it was is just so good. The best thing ever. Not the build. Besides the, the build, yeah, but fuck the build, <laughs> fuck the build. It doesn't matter anymore. This you dude knew what was gonna happen. MJF was was acting like he's a baby face, and, and like, what was this? One of those like antihero, like in betweeners. Yeah, nah, ah. nah. That shit was sickening. I only need MJF as a heel. The fact that I got this little taste of him being a baby face, I never want to see it again. <laughs> it just didn't feel right. Yeah, it was weird, but. We got we had a long road getting to this point between media scrums and and people getting injured, but we finally made it. John Moxley versus MJF, and MJF was crowned your new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Dave, it's got a good ring to it. It's got a good ring to it. How'd you feel about this match? Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, 
I don't know. Going into like Moxley matches at this point, I'm not like it's hard for me to be like hyped about it because going into this match, I was just the only thing I really felt was like a, the little bit of worry that he wasn't going to win, even though like I knew he was going to win. But you, I feel like it was almost at the point where like you never know with Moxley. Yeah, but for sure. At the same time, I like the match, the stuff with Regal. I mean, it oh. started doing unfo- the. Blackpool Combat Club stuff started to unfold a little bit more on Dynamite. Yeah. I saw the pictures of um, what's it called? Danielson slapping. Was it Moxley or was it Claudio? It was Moxley. Yeah. yeah. Um, on Dynamite last night. Yeah, and the stuff with Regal. I mean, his facial expressions are just so good. <laughs> Dude, I'm waiting for him to get memed. Yeah, like his his facial expressions were ridiculous. Yeah. The one of him standing on the ramp has so much mean potential because <laughs> it's just so devious looking. That, oh, that's a that's yeah. a proper villain right there. Yeah, throwing like it, everything about the finish, like between the brass knuckles and then MJF knocking him the fuck out and then flipping off the crowd and then like on his <laughs> way down, he keeps the middle finger when he puts his hand over Moxley's shoulder like the whole time he's pinning him. Like, it's so good. Yeah, that's great. I didn't even notice that little detail. Yeah, if you go back, he's holding up his middle finger to the crowd and then he <laughs> comes down and puts his arm over Moxley and when his finger like hits the mat, it's still as a middle finger. It's great. And then, oh, the promo he cuts at the media scrum. Yeah, it's just like it's so good. He literally just goes off. He's still selling the knee because he's a true pro. Obviously, he's a pro's pro, and he just goes off. And then he the the way he ended it, bro. Put that on a t shirt. I I literally would buy it where he ends it with "Thank you, fuck you, bye" or yeah. whatever. Oh, it was so <laughs> they good. definitely should market that. Yes, sure. they really should make that a t shirt. Thank you, fuck you, bye. Oh. He definitely he he popped off at that media scrum. I, I guess he was trying to match the CM Punk energy. Oh um, yeah, only sure. doing it in a in a proper way, not yeah. like actually fucking burying everybody else. Yeah, um, not actually exposing your entire company. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, that was crazy. Even after like the scrum, I saw it just getting posted everywhere. So it must have must have definitely did its job. Oh, for um, sure. this match in general though, it's. It's kind of what I was saying before, um, months ago with with Gabe, Moxie matches, man. It, actually, I made up a good point to him while we were watching the match. Moxley and MJF are the type of wrestlers that are ground and pound. And when you put two of the same, like, similar styles in the ring together, you're not going to get a good combination. Both Moxley and MJF need, like, high-flying, like... um like high more energy. active guys, yeah, yeah to have, to have a opponents. good match. Because this is the second time these two had a match, and it almost put me to sleep. The only yeah. me- the only memorable part about it is the ending. And yeah. Those brass knuckles. Those brass knuckles brass always knuckles. win, no matter what, in, in wrestling history. I remember the brass knuckles used to be fucking devious when Regal would always use <laughs> They always knock you out. There's no yeah. kicking out of them. Nothing. It's just one and done. I love it. But yeah, that was uh, that's pretty much your full gear. Uh, what would you, from what you've seen out of five, what would you give the show? I'd say you say probably average would be like two and a half. It's right in the middle. 
give it like a three and a half. Three and a half? Probably. Not crazy, but the reason I would give it a little higher is because it made up for the shitty build. Yeah. Which I guess could be because the build is part of the pay-per-view as a whole, which I guess could bring it down, but I'll give him a little bit of credit for recovering well. No, nah, I definitely agree with you. I'm kind of teetering around the same level. I'm thinking like 3.5. I want to give it a four, but again, that build was so bad. Yeah. Um, It kind of just weighs down on the show. But yeah, no, probably like 3.5 out of five is is a good enough score, especially when thinking about it in the grand scheme of like all the pay-per-views this year for AEW, because that was the last one for 2022. I think mm-hmm. it's one of the better ones. It definitely wasn't better than Revolution by a yeah. long shot. Yeah. But, uh, definitely the second best of the year. For sure. For sure. I agree. All right. All right. Let's move on. News. We got some news. It was it was like we were saying before, it was um definitely a newsworthy uh week. We did have an opening and a finishing question, but in terms of time, we might just have to choose one of those questions. Um, yeah. Is it would you would you rather favorite matches or or finishers? I like matches. But matches, matches is a big one. I feel okay. like we save that. We save that one. For okay. In all four of us podcast. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's get into the news. First things first. Let's see. Well, this is <laughs> this is quick. Uh, a Vice documentary is coming out on Vince McMahon, December thirteenth. I gonna be pumped. spicy. You know Vice already. They they don't they don't hold back no punches. And if you've been listening to this pod since the beginning, <laughs> the Vince Chronicles continue. Oh, I know they have. I know they have a lot of information on him. So yeah, I guess it's free promo for Vice. But yeah, December thirteenth. I'm not missing that. You better not miss that. No chance. No chance. I'm missing it. I can't. No chance. So good. Kyrie Sane becomes the inaugural IWGP Women's Champion. Which, if you don't know, uh, IWGP stuff has to do with uh, New Japan. And the way New Japan works is they don't have women actually wrestle for the New Japan promotion. They have their own promotion called Stardom, and they just established their own IWGP World Heavyweight Championship for their brand. And Kyrie Sane, who used to be in WWE under the same name, she's the first champion. She probably should be. I don't know much about other female Japanese wrestlers, but from what I've heard, she's been she's been putting in the work uh, ever since she left, so... It's crazy because she was gonna, she was really contemplating retiring after, yeah, we cut her because they offered her some, uh, some sort of like ambassador role, I think. Yeah, I think she was doing that for a little while and then, which is uh, ridiculous. Yeah, you have a talent like Kyrie Sane and you want her to the whole point of that is not so you give her this career opportunity post wrestling, the whole point of it is so you can keep her on the books in case she wants to come back and wrestle again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, good for her. Um, Yeah, good for her. For sure. Staying on the New Japan side, Wrestle Kingdom 17, which is New Japan's basically WrestleMania, they are going to have a huge match, which we've all wanted this whole year. (sighs) Gabe kept complaining, why don't these two just face off? Why don't these two face off? And now we got it. Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States Championship. I wish it was on American soil. (laughs) That's, That's all you care about? No, 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 no. I can 
get past that when watching the match for sure. That's the first thing you say. Damn, well, I just wish it was well, on obviously the, the match was hot. Because well, here's why. Because that match, the crowd would be so hot for. And obviously, Japanese crowds just appreciate it differently. They appreciate it more as like an art almost than like a sport, I'd say. Which Okada himself has said that. That he wants to wrestle over here more because the crowd was dope while he was here. But I again, I can get past that because I can almost appreciate it like they appreciate it. When because I've seen an Osprey Okada match, which was really good, and I was able to appreciate that, even though their form of a pop is just clapping. No disrespect, no <laughs> like disrespect. the golf claps. Yeah, exactly. But oh, that's gonna be so good. It yeah, can't dude. be bad. It can't There's be bad. No way. It it's literally can't. And if it is, I'm gonna fucking I cry. Know. I'm gonna like, cry. It's just bad luck at that point because it. Yeah. It, it wouldn't make sense. If it's bad between these two, um, I mean, going on that point, I I watched New Japan starting in 2016. It was either 2016 or 2015, um, and I've seen their crowd reactions at their peak. They can get loud if the match is really, really good. Like yeah. you'll hear the 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 Japanese girls in the crowd, Kenny. <laughs> and even some of the guys, they're just go, they go, they go crazy. But yeah, it is definitely quieter than like American crowds for sure. Yeah. But you could still get that same effect. Um, and it's actually pretty it's pretty interesting when you have a great match with the Japanese crowd because you can kind of focus on the match more because they're quiet yeah. for a majority of the match. So you really yeah. focus in on the story that these dudes are telling. And because they're quiet too, you can hear the commentary in the ring, which sometimes adds to the match. Like, yeah. I remember when... Um, the young bucks used to be in Japan and I used to love this, this little subtle thing in their matches. They would do like these like dickhead commentary, like during stuff, like before they would kick you, they'd like fake you out and they'd be like, ah, gotcha. And then kick <laughs> it or like, they'd just be talking shit during the match. It just added to the match. So um, that's only possible if the crowd is completely dead silent. Yeah. So, um, One that I also really fuck with in Japan matches is just being able to hear the mat. Yeah, that too. It sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. them just running. It makes it sound mat. like it hurts more because like it literally sounds like they're just on a piece of wood, which like they they are they <laughs> are. Even though there is, I think, still a little bit of cushion, but There's it sounds a, like it's just a straight piece of wood. I don't know what they do in Japan, but it's the wood, and then it's like a thin layer. Like, yeah, it's like basically you might as well put nothing there. Yeah. Um, and then the tarp and then suspension on the bottom, whatever. But, oh, even to add to that, too, even, like, the moves. You can hear the moves clearly, too. Yeah. But, yeah, should be a good one. Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom 17, which uh, I don't know when that is, but it's every January. So, um, yeah, y'all, y'all can look that up. I know I'm going to look it up for when that is. Jericho, Chris Jericho, he wants to this... see wrestling in the Olympics. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> this is so dumb. This is so fucking dumb. Is it? I didn't expect yes, you to say that. I think it is. I think it's... Oh, listen, I get... Only a professional wrestler would say this. Ah, uh, come on, bro. This is not to disrespect their sport. Because you could say it's a sport. But, like, 
No, man. Like the whole point, I guess. I don't know how I'm trying. I I want to say this without sounding like somebody who's shitting on wrestling because I love wrestling. And I literally said on the last episode that people were like, you know, it's fake, right? And like part of the reason why I like watching wrestling is because I'm a stubborn asshole. So if they say that to me, it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to watch it more. But like, I don't think you can have something predetermined in the Olympics. Like, do you, like you think like you, you have to go to the, uh, is there going to be an Olympic committee, like a legit, like Olympic committee that like those gold medals, like an Olympic medal is the, <laughs> uh, is the epitome of sport reward. Right. Realistically. Right. Like all time. And you are going to fucking pick who wins it. <laughs> That makes no sense. That takes away like legitimacy of the metal, like that metal specifically. It obviously doesn't take away legitimacy of like a fucking skier's metal. But I don't know, man. Well, there, there's, there's, a way, there's a way around that, though. I just have that... them actually beat the shit out of each other. Well, then at no. that point, then it's just wrestling. No, not even that. But like, I think this is what Jericho was alluding to, too, where it's like you can have some type of like match where they're kind of judged on the performance that they do rather than having it be one, two, three, and it's definitive. You could do something like you could do it where like the most amount of pins or whatever in the match wins. See, here's my thing though, is you can't really do that unless it's like you judge it based on like a dance. Say it's like a dance, right? That's what he's looking And you wouldn't win it by yourself. You would win it by the with the person you're having the match with, because if I'm going up against you in a match and the medal is is like the winner gets the gold medal, it's between you and me. Every time you go to hit a move, I'm just going to go limp or like (laughs) if we have like a good match throughout through then the last like two moves you try to do, I'm just going to go limp. and I'm going to make it look like shit. I want a gold medal. I think both parties would get the medal, though. Well, yeah, yeah. In that case, I like that's the only that's way that it would that's make what he's sense. trying to do. Because he's he says in, in his comment, he says, I literally want to go in front of the international Olympic community and pitch pro wrestling as an Olympic sport. Now you might go, How can you do that? It's all now hold on, stop right there. Gymnastics, pairs gymnastics, figure skating, pairs figure skating. What is that? It's two people working together to put the best performance possible. There's no way we could not do the same with pro wrestling. It's different. I'm for it. Like, it is an act, obviously. And we were saying how it's like theater. Mm -hmm. But, like, mm, I also need to stop saying like. I listened to the last episode and I wanted to shoot myself because I kept (laughs) saying it so much. But... Mm, I don't know, man, because like I would I said it again, I would be for it, but you have to understand that the wrestling community is such like a minute portion of the world. True. And the Olympics is one of the only times that the entire world is watching something. Granted, not obviously everybody watches the Olympics, but in terms of one sporting event, there's nothing that gets watched more than the Olympics other than the World Cup. Yeah. We'll shot at us. Better win tomorrow. Did, I was about to say, did we win? They tied Wales, which was tough, but uh, they they face off against England tomorrow. Yeah, they're losing. Not necessarily. US is losing. 
When have I mean, we yeah, ever probably. been good at soccer? But they're not that bad right now. Decent. If we win, it will be a major upset. For sure. But yeah, people are talking mad shit on Twitter to <laughs> English people because like they're supposed to like we have nothing to lose, everything to gain type situation. Like yeah. they should win, we should lose. So we might as well just talk shit. Anyways, back to uh, the Olympic shit. Yeah. I don't think you can do it because the vast, like whoever doesn't watch wrestling mm-hmm. pretty much like thinks it's dumb. And I get like, stop saying like, I get. I'll cut it in post. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to. That's way too much effort. I'm going to keep repeating myself, but it's it's the fact that it's sort of predetermined. Yeah, it's like a dance routine. But when you're like figure skating, you're actually throwing her up in the air. She's actually twirling three times and landing on her feet on knives. They're like fake punching and fake kicking and stuff like that. I think it's a little different. I don't know if I, it would ne- it's it's never going to be in the Olympics. First of all, it's never going to happen. <laughs> you say, I just want to shut that down. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. It's not an actual sport. It's professional wrestling, but everybody knows that the highest level of legitimate wrestling is amateur wrestling because there's no professional league for it. It just goes to college. But yeah, it's never going to happen. I think the way you said it makes sense. I think there should it would be cool if there was some sort of competition for that, whether it was in the Olympics or not. You just you just judge a pair based on the matches that they have. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Jericho is just. I thinks, thought he brought it. Thinks he deserves point. the fucking world, to be honest. At least that's what he sounds like sometimes. He loves his wrestling. And himself. <laughs> but hey, I guess he has the right to. He's pretty dope. <laughs> this one's pretty quick. Uh, WrestleMania 43, if you're in the area and oh. and somehow listening to us from here. from this If location. it's there, I have to go. Because I went to Nashville earlier this year, and it was amazing. It was unbelievable. Well, there we go. Yeah, Nashville, Tennessee is a contender for WrestleMania 43. Please. Um, it's it's dependent on if they can finish this big stadium, apparently. Yeah, it's some um, sort of massive new stadium. I don't yeah. even know where it would be. It has to, it has to be near downtown Nashville, because outside of downtown Nashville, there is nothing yeah. in Tennessee. So, well... Honestly, I've never been to a WrestleMania in my life because majority of my life WWE hasn't been good. Um, <laughs> but and they've never it's never been here. And it's never been lifetime. here. It was right. here once, and my dad, who doesn't give a shit about professional wrestling, got to go. And it was the year that Austin beat Michaels a good for mania. the title. Yeah, my dad got to see that shit. Stupid. Crazy. And now he gives me shit for watching wrestling. And he got to go to that. Yeah. That's crazy. You've been Bullshit. to WrestleMania. Now everybody can say they've been to WrestleMania. Uh, I'd be down to go to this WrestleMania. I, I trust Triple H, especially years down the line. This is like, what, five years from now? Fucking Braun Breaker will probably be main eventing. Right. At that point. Shit. Yeah. 43. Yeah. When you really think about it, that's a long ways away. Five years is a long time in wrestling. Yeah. Roman think Reigns about it five I... years ago, AEW wasn't even a thing. Right. Roman Reigns might not even be there anymore Roman Reigns was still no this is a was this around he's, the, he's already at his 10th year yeah man he'll be he'll be going where was he 15. in like 2017 that was mania 33 so that was when he beat taker 
Yeah. That was before his leukemia, right? His leukemia was that like was 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. And his first mania and now he's a win. Literal God. Yeah. His first mania win was on 31 against Brock. Well, actually, it wasn't even a win because Seth cashed in. His first so, singles match. Yeah. Yeah. First win was 32. <laughs> which was ass. But against Mr. Levesque. But yeah, 43. Yes. That's a while away. Uh, we'll, 40s. We'll, we'll, it's we'll, gross. We'll, we'll see. Now you sound like Vince. That's it. That's the whole reason why he got rid of the Roman numerals. It makes me feel old. So yes, I do sound like Vince, but I don't give a shit. It makes it look classic. I like. No, it. I let. No, no, no. I. I'm not saying get rid of the numbers, but it's the same thing. Or it's like Super Bowl Fifty Seven or whatever it is this year. Yeah. Like I remember watching <laughs> Super Bowl like mid forties. I'm starting to see like NHL players that I remember seeing drafted like about to hit their milestone for like a thousand games or some shit and that makes jesus me depressed Christ. jesus yeah all right this one's a little somber um brian danielson gives insight into the length left in his career um if those who don't know brian danielson came last year to aw and he signed a five-year deal he is currently on or wrapping up his first year and he has four years left on his contract. And he's saying after this one, he is pretty much done. So we only get to enjoy most people's college career left of Brian Danielson. I want him to wrestle forever. <laughs> I don't want him to wrestle forever, but like, well, I don't either, obviously, because he'll probably die, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not ready to see him go though. Yeah, I think no. I still feels like it's too soon, especially because we had that whole break of him not wrestling. Yeah. I feel like I just got him back, man. Yeah. Mm. He, he, he said he plans, though, even after he retires, he wants to be like Terry Part-time. Funk and yeah. like do like one offs here and there, just like pop up. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. At least it's four years of full time. Yeah. Yeah. Unless obviously Barton, if he gets hurt. It's kind please. of similar to what he 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 said. Please, that's crazy. I said, please don't get like, please don't uh, get hurt. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought you were saying, please, please break your fucking neck again. Please get hurt so you can <laughs> extend your contract. Please take a chair shot to the head. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> At that point, he'll probably die. Like, I mean, yeah, he might literally convulse in the ring. And the amount pop. of concussions this dude has had is ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, and then. This last this last news article before we uh, get to our final question here, um, our wrap up question. So I got a bit of information of how um, CM Punk was perceived backstage uh, before the the media scrum where he blew up, according to reports. So apparently, CM Punk with this guy who was walking around giving people unwanted advice. And yeah. and kind of like walking around with a big head. There it is. Oh wait, no, that was that was another CM Punk thing. This guy's just in the news at this point. Yeah. Did, did you see his UFC uh, appearance? By the way, uh, it wasn't UFC. It was some sort of fighting. Oh, league, MMA. But yes. Yeah, so, MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh dropped some little tidbits referencing the shit. At least really. he could joke about it. Yeah, 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 that's good. That almost, I mean, he can joke about it. The elite can joke about it for some heat, but uh, that makes, you... oh, we didn't talk about that. 
That's something from Dynamite I think we should actually talk about. What? All the the fucking references. Yeah. And how that totally means that he's coming back. I don't know if it means he's coming back, but it's it's crazy how Kenny was the one who went on record to say, uh, let's not talk about CM Punk. What happened happened. We're going to leave this in the past. And then he goes on Dynamite last night with the Young Bucks. And just completely do a crazy troll job during a tag match. Reference everything except for his dog getting hit. Yeah, which I'm hearing didn't even happen. But fucking Kenny biting biting Ray Phoenix in the arm, (laughs) trying to uh, trying to reference the Ace Steel shit with him being a a live dog. and then the Bucks were doing some shit too. It, 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 they were just they were having a little bit too much fun. But these guys, these guys are great at what they do. Because they were supposed to be faces, but the Chicago crowd wasn't having it at all. They were just sorry about that. They were just booing the shit out of like both CM Punk and and the Elite. There was fuck CM Punk chance in his hometown, which is crazy. But then there were fuck Elite chance, and they were just getting booed the whole night. They're like fuck it. And I think they were leading on the fuck. Uh, fuck CM Punk chance. They probably were. These guys are clowns. They never stop. They can never take anything seriously. Yeah. Um, but on this report, it, this is from PW Insider. Apparently, CM Punk wanted Tony Khan to tone down AEW style from his first day there. This was apparently talked about, mocked, and even laughed at by several wrestlers backstage at AEW. Punk was irked about this. Um, and he was also irked that the younger wrestlers didn't want to or straight up review refused to listen to his advice. And some in the company did not need punk. So for him to come into the company and start trying to change it, the situation was doomed from the very beginning. So, I mean, I don't know what kind of dickhead do you have you have to be to do that. Like, there's one thing about trying to be a locker room leader, and then there's one thing about trying to change shit. Yeah. And... Like, go around, I guess, the thing, giving people advice, depending on what the advice is. Like, if he's going around giving, like, genuine advice to some of these guys and some dickhead, like, Sammy Guevara or something is just, like, waving him off. Like, fuck you, I've been doing this long enough. Like, that's different. That's one of those where you're like... Well, Paige was one of those. Really? Well, that's... Oh, well, yeah. That's the whole beef. That stuff is like, come on. Again, it depends on what the advice was. But the shit about changing the way they do stuff, that's just, that's ridiculous. To think that you can just join, like, that's, that's any type of job. Unless you are hired shit. into a job where, like, you are literally paid to change shit. I don't know how you think you have some sort of power to do that. Like, what kind of psychomaniac do you have to be? I guess he was just paid a lot of money, so he thought he had that power. He probably had some sort of, like, creative control. And he maybe let that, like, run to his head or whatever um so the only thing i'll agree with him on is coming into the company and just advising tony hey you guys need to tone down on the style of matches because i think from day one that was what a lot of people were complaining about that aw they kind of just blow through their matches like everybody's just move 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 spot fast done there's like no moments and, yeah. and CM Punk comes from WWE culture. He was there majority of his career. 
where they definitely take their time in matches. They tell a story. I think he was trying to say that with the best of intentions. Yeah. Um, and then to say that and and then be mocked and laughed at for it by a bunch of wrestlers in AEW, I could see how that run that rubs somebody the wrong way. Yeah. But you also are right. Like you can't just come into somewhere. You came to AEW for a reason. Is whatever they were doing before you attracted you over there? Why try to change it? Yeah. If it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. it. Yeah, it's clearly working. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I guess I see both sides to the coin here. Um, but he definitely did get a little more eagle maniacal towards the end there. Will he be back? Who knows? I'll hold out a little hope, but I, he probably won't be back. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> All right. And our our big uh, wrap-up question here. Dave, I don't know if you have some prepared. We can just do top three. All right. Top three finishers, wrestling finishers of all time. What you got for me? All right. I have two very basic ones, and I'm still deciding on my third one because I don't want to have three basic ones. <laughs> um, Love the tombstone. Okay. I love the undertaker. Okay. It makes sense. I like a finisher that makes sense. So obviously being dropped directly on the top of your head by <laughs> the undead you're probably not getting up after three seconds. Yeah. Now to go against saying that I like finishers that make sense. Uh, I really like the RKO because it's such a good meme. <laughs> the RKO is just flawless and too. It's so, yeah, just like a, a good cutter in general. Honestly, like when it's done right, like say Sammy's on Cody's, mm -hmm. uh, on Cody off the ladder, like that was oh, done. Oh, yeah. That was just butter. And the fact that I like that you can hit it sort of out of nowhere. Literally, um, yeah. Like, I mean, just there's there's a million videos on YouTube of RKO's literally out of nowhere. Like, yeah, it's obviously a meme, but it's perfect because it's so quick. So you can have that camera angle on a guy where it's kind of zoomed into his face, where it's only him on the screen. And then mm -hmm. Randy comes out of nowhere, obviously, and hits him with it. And you actually don't see it. So that's cool. Um, I'm trying to think of my third one. I want it to be something. <laughs> you want it to be something issue. special. I want it to be something not basic. But I can't think. I'll have you save the first one because I have two. Yeah, also. you're good. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Perfect. The, the first one for me is the Black Mass. Fuck. That's the one that I <laughs> thought of. <laughs> That's crazy. Then we can agree. That's my favorite. That is my favorite finisher. I like finishers like like you were saying. I already I thought about this too. Finishers that are just quick, one and done. Finish. Yeah. Like literally, I'm finishing you. It's it's yeah, because like, that has the aspect of the two that I said where the tombstone makes sense and the RKO is literally out of nowhere. That is both of them. And it's by a guy that it's extremely believable. Like, you know, this guy is like known to be like a kickboxer. Yeah. And uh, I'll let the you black... elaborate because you're the one who said it. But yeah, that is my third one. So now there's no point in me hiding it. The, the, the black mass is just beautiful. Like a finisher in terms of the move itself. It's called a finishing move, not finishing moves. So when somebody makes it like super elaborate, it has like fucking like all this setup for their finisher or like 
or like two moves to set up the finishing move. It's like, come on, you're doing too much. It's got to be one and done. This move will knock this person out for a three count. And that's exactly what the black mask does. Turn around, kick to your jaw, done. You're knocked out, lights out. And I love how they protected it. Protected it. No one has ever kicked out of the black mask. As no they one. shouldn't. As they, As they shouldn't. Because the best like use of it, in my opinion, is whenever there's a quick sequence and there's like chain wrestling or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're just trading moves on and off, and the crowd's getting hyped, and all of a sudden just mm. He just smacks him with it. Oh, it is great when that perfect. happens. Like, so like good. they'll just be doing moves, and you're thinking it's like it's just part of the match or whatever. And then he exactly. just comes out of nowhere, just like yeah. finishes him. Yeah. Um, and the cell, the cell jobs on it are always fun to see. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Like the wrestlers who uh, they'll have the gum in their mouth. Like I think Ziggler's big on that. Like yeah, whenever he Ziggler gets kicked in the face, he shit. seems to be spitting gum out. So somebody, somebody's on the edge. Out of camera view, just like sliding this guy pieces of gum. Just so every time he gets kicked in the face, he can just spit it out. Just take this spearmint real quick. Yeah, so Michael Cole can be like, I think that was a tooth. Yeah. It's like he's lost eight teeth this match. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure we'd be at able to see point, it. Dude has veneers in his mouth. At this Literally. Point. Looking like Roman. Yeah. So some dudes already are chewing gum. Like, yeah. Like the whole match. I don't know how they're doing that. Like big I'd heel be, thing, I think. I'd be fucking scared that gum goes like down my throat during the match. I choke and die on national television. Yeah. I'd have to chew like one small piece. Like if you have like the one, like small sticks of orbit that when you're chewing them, it's like almost nothing. I guess my other one. Oh, there's so many finishes, man. Uh, honestly, the stunner and, and not just cause like I'm a huge Steve Austin Mark, but like that move is, pretty ridiculous like a guy dropping you on your on your jaw by just like sitting down and like his shoulders like uh, it's just perfect like it's just kick done like you, it's <laughs> they're just like screw my spine as long as it hurts you too <laughs> yeah, i'll just have a sip of beer and i won't feel any pain and that's the other beauty of it too is like you really have like no regard for yourself you just want to fuck that guy up so bad yeah um damn a third one is hard now see what Uh, i mean (laughs) i'm not gonna say the attitude adjustment just because like (laughs) uh he just picks you up and tosses you down we gotta come up with worse finishers too oh yeah for sure because there's there's definitely a few um hmm damn i don't know if i have a third one man Oh, you know what? I do. I do. Mr. JBL himself. The the clothesline from hell. Another one and done quick. It's over for you. I wanted to say the RKL too, but I'll make it a little different. The clothesline from hell was perfect. Every time JBL did that, I was like, this is amazing. Like He made a clothesline look like fucking just just savagery. Like he actually cut somebody's head off. Well, I mean, because he was actually trying to, because he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. I guess that's it. I guess that's yeah. it, Big Dave. Wait, I got one more. Just an honorable mention. Samoa Joe's Muscle Buster. I want it just to looks like cool. that move. I just it think looks it looks cool, cool. but it's yeah. so dangerous. It's oh, so yeah. fucking dangerous. Yeah. That's why I like it. 
He's like, yeah, fuck that. Get break these guys' spines for my oh, my neck on the line. Running knee, also honorable mention. True. Daniel Bryan's True. running knee. I love it. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of good finishers. Yeah. I want to do worse now, though. No, obviously not right now because I don't have them off the top right. of my head. But <laughs> at some point, we need to do worst finishers. There's Zigzag also. Oh. Zigzag's pretty good. Yeah. But all right, <laughs> we're going to go on a tangent here. Yeah, before, because we're they're just going to keep popping in our heads, and we're going to all of a sudden, we're going to have a list of 10 instead of honorable mentions. Right, pretty much. But all right, uh, that's your uh, episode 10. I think we did a pretty good job. We had that surprise run-in from, from Gene Lesnar. Um, run with the brass knucks. Anything to plug? Uh, No, it's just Instagram. It's David Cuddy underscore. All I don't right. really have anything else. All right. Uh, my Instagram at SP the Great One. S P T H A, the word great and the number one. Um, and make sure to follow Connection Media everywhere. You could listen to our other podcast. Uh, there was just a recent One Piece pod done on chapter 1066 uh, that was released uh, the day before our last pod. It was on November 17th. So you can go check that out. Uh, among all the other podcasts, I'm Bell Time Set. This is uh, Big Dave Russo. We're signing out. Have a good night. <laughs> We're out of here. No. See you next week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a good night.